Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm excited to share with you a conversation I had with Megan McNeely. She's the author of Reinvent the Wheel, How Top Leaders Leverage Well-Being for Success. Megan works with executives, entrepreneurs, helping them to achieve body, mind, and spirit well-being so that they can reach their highest potential. I mean, that's what we're basically aiming at here with this podcast, right? Is productivity being another word for you reaching your highest potential. And in her book, she shares content from 18 top CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs about all these different spokes on the wheel. And the wheel is made up of three different sections. It's mind, body, and spirit. And so in this conversation, we dive into each of those sections and some of the different spokes and talk about how all of those things put together creates better well-being for you to succeed. So I really enjoyed talking with Megan about this topic, and I know that you will too. So enjoy this conversation with Megan McNeely. Well, this week, it is my privilege to welcome to the show, Megan McNeely. Megan, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Eric. I'm glad to be here. So I was really excited to see your book's subtitle because the the, the initial title, Reinvent the Wheel, you don't get it until you actually dig into the book and understand what the wheel is. You know, obviously, it's the play on words of, you know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. But in this case, I think we do. But the subtitle, How Top Leaders Leverage Well-Being for Success. And I saw, oh, well-being. And then when I got yep. into it and I got into the wheel, I was like, okay, I get this. This is great. But I'd love for you to interpret or explain <laughs> what you mean by reinventing the wheel here. Exactly. Thank you. So I believe that we need to reinvent what we think about well-being. When I say the word total well-being, maybe a lot of your listeners may think the yeah, first thing that comes to mind, even if I ask this to a corporate crowd when I'm speaking or an entrepreneurial crowd, many people, if you ask them, what does total well-being mean to you? Many people's initial reaction to that and initial answer would be, well, you know, sleep better, eat better, uh, exercise more, something like that. And what I, I thought the same thing years and years ago, like about 12 years ago, when I became extremely ill. And that was the first thing I started to do to reboot my health. But what I learned in my healing journey is that actually we need a much broader definition of what total well-being looks like, you know, because I was suffering from um, two autoimmune diseases and then eventually cancer. Actually, I created a wheel to heal myself. There's uh, aspects of, of us. If you think of like the image of a wheel, um, if you just conjure that in your mind, I believe that in the very, right on the hub of it, there's you. 
And I believe you were can be you can be seen by being divided into three aspects of you. There's the physical body part of you, there's the mental mind part of you, and there's the soul spirit part of you. And so I created this wheel and just imagine these spokes going out from from it. I actually discovered in my healing journey that there are six spokes related to body, and those would be the ones I just mentioned. You know, the you know, eat a healthy plant-based diet, get enough sleep, do enlivening exercise, relax, things that are related to your physical body. And then there's all of these spokes going out from the mind category, such as meditate, uh, hone your focus, uh, that sort of thing. And then there's six going out from your spirit. Like let's re reinvigorate your, your hobbies. Let's uh, talk about self-expression. Let's talk about intuition, those kind of things. So I believe that we need to really expand our view of what total well-being looks like, because I think all of these folks contribute to success in your personal life, in your business life. Totally. And so prior to hitting record, I told you that as as I got into the spokes, I realized that in the past I've done specific episodes on some of these spokes. And obviously then I was like, well, wait, which ones haven't I covered yet? So that's a really cool uh, cheat sheet for future episodes for listeners right there. Yeah. And in um, this wheel that we're talking about, if anybody who's listening is sitting by a computer, you can just see this wheel live on my website. It's meganmcneely.com. It's just up there for everybody to peek at, but it's got 18 spokes and I don't want people to be overwhelmed. Um, the reason that I created um, this image is to, in one fell swoop, just very simply show people all the different aspects of well-being. So like a dessert, I was telling you, like the image of a dessert cart, you know, you can pick and choose something today that you're led to do that could really enhance your well-being. You don't have to do all 18 of them every day. That would overwhelm all of us. But even if people just pick two or three to focus on in any given week, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to work on sleeping better this week, or I'm going to work on um, my positive attitude. <laughs> you know, that would that would be hugely beneficial to most people. I just had to kind of do a complete rehaul because I had been so sick. Yeah. So, does the sickness have to do with why you used the word reinvent? Well, I realized when I was diagnosed with my first autoimmune disease that I had to reinvent everything I was doing in my life. And I thought to myself, you know, I don't want to recreate the wheel here. You know, what are the best experts in the world saying about well-being? And back, you know, when I had been diagnosed with my first illness, I was working full time and I still am. I'm still at the same exact company I'm a senior advisor at one of the largest financial firms in the world. I didn't want to lose my job. So I thought, I'm going to leverage this. I'm going to read every book I can. I'm going to try and cobble together advice from other places. Like, again, I don't want to recreate the wheel, but I want to kind of put it into a framework that would work for a really busy professional that... um you know, what, like what, what's, what are the healers saying? What are the conventional doctors saying? What are the alternative medicine doctors saying? And kind of put it into a, a easy to use framework for people. Perfect. Yeah. And I, I think the thing, you know, if, if I hear the words reinvent the wheel, it's that, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily that we're reinventing or, or saying, no, these are new spokes to the wheel that you've never thought of. Although that may be true. It's more in my mind, 
the fact that we need to have a new perspective on the wheel and be fully aware of it for moving forward. I, I think that if you want to be your best, for sure, for sure. I think that what's happening and what I witnessed, you know, once I became, you know, I was getting awards, you know, Eric on my wall, you know, title after title um, at the height of my illness, I gave a keynote speech to hundreds of my peers with the CEO and the audience. I mean, on the outside, I looked fine, but behind the scenes, I was kind of falling to pieces. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who are nearing burnout. They have this dichotomy in their lives where they have this incredible striving going on to be the best they can at work. You know, we've been taught in our Western culture that success comes first and well-being comes later when you have the time and money to mm. handle that. Yeah. And I'm trying to turn that around. And what I'm trying to bring forth in this image of this wheel is that, hey, people, nobody ever says it in corporate America and nobody ever says it in entrepreneurial circles, but you can do well and be well at the same time. In fact, if you actually mastered well-being behind the scenes in your free time, you'd show up at work with twice the power. I would even say if if we're trying to do well and be well, I think, in fact, you actually need to be well in order to do well, or at least yes. to, to reach your full potential. 100%. You got it. Exactly. Well, 18 spokes. We're not going to touch not. on all 18 in this conversation, but I wanted to maybe give a uh, a top, like an overview, a macro overview of each of the, uh, you know, the sections or the, you know, we've, we've got body, we've got mind and we've got spirit. Let's do a quick summary of, of body and then move on to the other two. Sure. So, um, a real quick summary and, um, just to make this a little bit fun, I will take the hit and, um, let people know like my worst habits and how it turned into this wheel very quickly. So, you know, and, and I hope people can relate, um, you know, many of us who are, who are strivers and working really hard have a crap diet. And what I was doing is getting a lot of to go. I was eating Cheetos for lunch, um, just kind of grab and go. And that's why we have so many um, corner stores and things like that. that are super convenient for those of us running to and from work and, um, you know, on our way and things like that. So the opposite would be eat a healthy plant-based diet. Um, many of us, the second spoke is get enough sleep. And many of us feel like we're too busy to get to bed on time. There's too much on our plate that it's in a, you know, will be inefficient that we can't give ourselves the gift of a good night's sleep. So get enough sleep is one of the spokes. Um, another spoke I'm uh, going to jump a few here is hydrate. You know, many of us do what I used to do when I was so sick. I powered myself up in the morning with a giant coffee. And then at lunch, I had a diet Coke. Oh, I love the like bubbles and the taste. I used to be so addicted to it. And then in the evening, we bring ourselves down with a glass of wine or two. And the issue with all of these bad habits I used to have, which got me in the place of being chronically ill uh, while working, is the problem is, is that... Um, they, you're not any better for any of them, mm -hmm. you know, and what I'm trying to show people is the actionable opposite is, is how this wheel was created. So upgrade your products. That means, you know, not using toxic um, chemicals, you know, in the products you use on your body, like lotions and, 
shampoo and soap and, you know, even products in your house. A lot of us, you know, use pretty heavy cleaners, you know, that uh, could be uh, compromising our health and certainly exercises in there as well. So I, you know, I wanted to, to um, heal myself as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And these were the things, you know, I'm not trying to be controversial in this wheel. And just like, as you pointed out, most people I think would agree that all of the uh, aspects of well-being that are showed here would help any human body, like sleep, for instance. We can all agree that getting enough sleep, <laughs> everybody's different, though, you know, um, as far as the need um, and how many hours are required for their specific body. Um, you know, I think that's important. The, the key to my work is customization. Like, I do think absolutely all of us are different. And that we need to, and that's what my book's about, is exploring how do you customize? Like if I provide this framework for people, how do they customize it so that they can say, you know what, this is just right for me. And like you said, there's some things here that, you know, are obvious. We, we've we heard, you know, a million times, mm-hmm. we've heard over and over again that diet and uh, exercise, the two probably Correct. most standout body spokes uh, exactly. are there. Uh, we've done maybe two episodes on sleep in the past definitely need to revisit that one for sure. Um, hydration is actually a huge one for me right now. Um, really tell, tell me about what you're doing. Yeah. There's a thing out there and it's a little packet and it's basically electrolytes and, uh, I drop it into, uh, like a 16 ounce glass of water first thing in the morning and mix it up and then drink it. And so not only am I, you know, I drank 16 ounces of water. Great, great start, but it's also replenishing. Yeah. yeah, But also uh, hydration isn't just about the aqua part of it. It's about the electrolytes. And so I, I have found, and this is true because I, you know, I've been, I drink water first thing in the morning usually, but by using these, it has really helped. It's added in, you know, potassium and other, you know, electrolytes first thing in the morning that I've just gone without for at least eight hours or so. Where do you get, where do you get that? Do, um, do you buy it online? Or do I bought you it online. It yeah. I love it. I, I love these little tips and things for the community just to, to, you know, what can we all be doing? Cause you know, and that might be like the absolute perfect thing for you. Like it obviously resonates with you and you like the taste of it. And, um, everybody's got, you know, everybody's got their thing, but the goal is hydration, you mm-hmm. know? And so mm-hmm. I love that's your custom. I call that in the book, your customization for that spoke. That's perfect, Eric. I love it. Yeah. So, so there's one example of one spoke right there. Exactly. Like a customization of it. Yeah. yeah, One customization uh, of one spoke in one of the, how do you differentiate between the sections of this, the wheel, you body, mind, and spirit. Do you call them like the, the sphere or the the section or what's your term? Yeah. I I I consider it a sec. I call it a section. There's the body section, the mind, and then the spirit. Absolutely. So I love that. Yeah. That was a, cus- a really good customization for you. Perfect. See, so there you go. That's that's yeah. one customization of one spoke of one section right there. Yeah. And there's and, so many more. Right. And this is the thing I you know, want to definitely tell people, too, though. Like, you might think to yourself, okay, you know what? Um, that's a must for me. Like, that, you know, I noticed using my hydrate every morning really, you know, sets my day right. And for Eric, you know, that is what you are going to do, you know? And so you might not really focus too much on the relaxed spoke 
today, but you know what? You've got your other spokes in place. So it's not a do everything all the time um, kind of program. But what I do uh, like to tell people is like, well-being is an ongoing project. You know, we are always learning about new products. See, I've never even heard of hydrates. So this is new for me. Yeah. I'm going to go check it out. And it's it's an ongoing forever lifestyle. This is not a trend um, but you know, what I'm fascinated by in my work is, you know, how do you like for that? Let's just talk about that spoke for one second for you is how do you think that helps you business wise or in your personal life? That one thing for sure. Okay. The way that that optimization for me and that spoke for me helps my well being and then helps me succeed throughout the day is that yeah. <laughs> I am not dragging myself through the day and propping myself up with a crutch of coffee instead there you go uh you know my mind in, in other words there's there's the there's a there's a big difference between having coffee and caffeine um you know being a catalyst for your brain to fire and function properly and all that uh there's there's that difference versus um you know, proper function, having actual like flow throughout your body in terms of hydration, like, you know, all the thing, all the good things that hydration does is and, and even drinking too much coffee can can kind of, you know, debatably people say one th- it, it, every other day I see an article come out and said coffee's good for you. No, coffee's bad for you. Coffee's good Correct. for you. And so <laughs> I'm just like, well, forget that. Like, I'll still enjoy my coffee, but I'm going to make sure I'm healthy outside of the coffee. And so. I, before That's coffee, yeah. So, so my customization is, I'm gonna have coffee, sure, but I'm gonna probably wait for the first, you know, hour of the day, uh, like I did today, and I felt awake and I felt alive. And other people are like, "No, you didn't. You're lying to me." And I'm like, "No, for real. Like, I no, did feel. Real. I did. <laughs> I felt awake. I felt great. And honestly, even though last night was a bad night because my son woke me up and <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. get as much sleep as I needed to." Even right now, you can tell by my energy, like I had half a cup of coffee and then I put it in the refrigerator because I was like, I'll, I'll finish that later. Um, but I had my hydrate and my hydration has me firing on all cylinders. There you go. It's sustainable energy instead of a, you know, an increase and then a crash and burn. What I love is that what I'm learning as I talk to more people about my work and how they're implementing it is like they really get passionate. I'm sure your listeners can hear how passionate you are about this. And like, you know, for that, we did not talk about this. I've never heard of hydrate. I think it's great. Yeah. My personal customization is green tea. I drink a lot of green tea. I love that during too. the day for other reasons, you know. But um I I think it's so much um so inspiring to hear people really consciously saying, Hey, you know, these are like my anchors. What I'm hearing you say is that's like an anchor for you. Like you feel at your best. And that's what we're all kind of after here is, you know, what are the elements we can put in place intentionally, not just move through life, grabbing whatever comes in front of us. I write in my book, how we have this pink bakery box that always shows up at work in my, my fortune 500 company. It's full of donuts. And, you know, so many years in a row, I just used to grab a donut, you know, it's just right there. It's free, you know, it's kind of delicious. And, um, you know, so many things I was doing are just habitual and not conscious. And I found myself really sick, you know, um, because of the poor diet and all these other bad habits I had, um, also, you know, coupled with stress, 
is kind of a killer. So, um, you know, I, I love hearing more conscious, healthful, um, choices that power people up rather than take them down. Yeah, for sure. I used to be in that same place too, where there was just, there was things, you know, ever present and available and I would grab them because I was passively instead of, uh, passively instead of intentionally going throughout my days. Mm hmm. So, uh, in terms of, I know this is going to be very contextual, but in terms of somebody comes to you and they say, Hey, in the body section of the wheel, what would you say is the most important thing I start with? You know, that is again, very dependent on the, the actual person, you know, so, um, it kind of would depend what they're doing right now. Um, if, if for instance, they came and said, you know, I, like me back in the day, I drank absolutely no water. I remember telling a doctor, he said, you don't drink any water. And I said, absolutely no water. You know, I drank coffee and then diet Coke and then wine at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, you know, it's, it's so embarrassing, but I'm really truthful and I'm, I'm committed to the truth, um, into helping people. Cause I'm not the only one who, do, who used to do I used to do that, you know, a dozen years ago. I'm not the only one. Trust me. I ask people in audiences to raise their hand if they know any, not that it would be them, but do they know anybody that does that? And right. you would not believe everybody's hand goes up. Um, so if, if it's somebody who never drinks water, well, maybe hydrate would be most important for them. If someone has a crap diet where like me in the old days, I never drank. I never ate any vegetables, Eric. I said, I used to think pesto was a vegetable. So, um, uh, that, you know, maybe the plant-based diet is where they start. It kind of depends where they're at. You know, if it's somebody who's, um, you know, in, uh, the midst of a lot of chem chem chemicals for their work, you know, or, um, something like that, <clears throat> where they're exposed to a lot of, um, a lot of toxins, you know, maybe they, that's where they need to start is upgrade their products. So it's hard to say I created the wheel where every spoke has an equal, um, weighting. And I also created this book where you could dive in anywhere. It's not written in chronological order because I know what entrepreneurs and executives are like. You give them a deck, you know, presentation deck, and they flip, flip through it <laughs> way ahead of where you are. So um, I just wanted people to kind of jump in where their interests lied or lay. And, um, you know, I, I think that all of these folks are important. Like if we were just to, like for an example, I like to tell people, look, Let's say, you know, in the mind category, there's a spoke called deal with your baggage. And let's just say somebody in your audience, you know, had a trauma or something that really bugged them that, you know, they kind of play through in their mind quite a bit. I mean, I like to say, look, you can drink all the green drinks you want, but if you are haunted by a very bad memory or anger or resentment that you keep running through your body, that's like a poison. And nobody's going to experience well-being anytime soon with that kind of balance. So, I mean, for that person dealing with their baggage might be the first thing they need to do. It's kind of really dependent on the person. Does that okay. make sense? Yes, totally makes sense. And again, so probably the suggestion would be get the book or go to your site. Like you gave the link before and sure. I'll put, I'll put in the show notes as well is to go there, take a look and look at the whole wheel and just say, where in the wheel do you gravitate towards naturally? Here. Right. So and it's also um, fun too. People have a strength. So um, what I also did in the book that's kind of fun is 
I um, found a different CEO and founder for all 18 of the spokes. So not only is it my story of, you know, how bad I was back then and why I changed and how it helped my business, but I also found leaders among us who are absolutely astonishing and have mastered that specific spoke. So for instance, the plant-based diet spoke, I interviewed John Mackey, the co-founder and CEO of Whole Foods for the deal with um, your baggage spoke. It was Marie Case, who's an incredible um, executive coach um, out of Austin, Texas. Um, I found for the aligned values and actions, I interviewed Stephen Rice, breathtaking leader, head of HR for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, I found a different, really, really impactful leader that can inspire all of us. So if you were to go to one of the spokes, let's say, Savor Spirit Lifting Hobbies, and you wanted to kind of explore what that means and how you might be able to customize it for yourself, I give you an example of like a real live leader right now running a major company who's got that down pat and some of their behind the scenes strategies for that spoke are so helpful. I mean, any of us could do any of it. Still searching for a great candidate for your company. Don't search just match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch that busy work. Instead use indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging. So you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past, because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people. Or at least it used to be join more than three 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you enjoy Beyond the To-Do List, I invite you to check out Best Laid Plans. I'm Sarah Hart Unger, the host of Best Laid Plans, a podcast devoted to all things planning and planning adjacent. I talk about everything from paper planner reviews to deep dives into all things productivity, from keeping track of goals and tasks to fitting in your true priorities and reducing the stress around planning and organizing across different areas of life. I am a practicing physician and mother of three, so I have a lot going on in my own life and am intimately familiar with the time constraints that impact us all. And I love sharing my own productivity strategies and learning from others who have their own ideas to share. I invite you to check out Best Laid Plans, available on all podcast platforms, or visit my website, theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com, to learn more. Let's move over from body to mind. And so when we talk mind, again, let's recontextualize here and say, what does this section of the wheel represent in our lives? I like to think of the mind as, you know, our thoughts, our focus. And so just to, to give the reader or listeners a wash over here, the mind spokes are meditate, deal with your baggage, align values and actions, speak your truth hone your focus, 
And lastly, master a positive attitude. So this is our mental capacity, our mental wellness, the way we think about our life, the way we approach it, the way we ruminate, the way we um, you know, create our attitude and our approach. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where does emotional well-being fall in? Is that in mind or is that kind of cross in between mind and spirit? I do. Well, I, I would say uh, it, it goes through both, but okay. I sort of think it it's mainly housed in mind, you know, how um, you think about things. For okay. Sure. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's one, it's kind of the, the feeling part of thinking in, in, exactly. a, in a way. Okay, good, 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 good. Exactly. I, I just wanted to confirm that. Cause you know, some people are like, well, what about like how I feel? Not just what I think about. And I'm like mm-hmm. that it's, it, we've got you it's in here. Yeah. So. I think, I think one important um, aspect, if people are listening to the work here that um, I think is important is that I actually created this. The wheel also has some outer rings that show all the outcomes for implementing these spokes positively in your life. So for instance, I mean, I'll give you a simple one for mine. Now we're on mind. One of the spokes is meditate. And so the outcome is peace, Mm. you know, in the deal with your baggage spoke, the outcome is freedom. You know, and the aligned values and actions, obviously, the outcome would be alignment. And so I think as as leaders and you know entrepreneurs and executives or you know people in that work, you know, one of the things we want to know and that's super motivating that's been missing from all the other books I've ever read on well-being is the outcomes. You know, what is gonna be the carrot at the end of the stick? What is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? And this is where I think, um, you know, my work has been really interesting to a lot of major corporations because um, they want to know, why would we care about our employees implementing well-being? Well, because it is directly, in my opinion, related to someone's personal success in their life, their happiness, their joy, their fulfillment. And it's also directly related to their business success. And I show how all these folks lead outward. Um, so all of, you know, implementing a, a well-being strategy would help you with peak performance, like you were just talking about with your hydrate strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, thought leadership, visionary thinking, all these things are connected to that mind category. You know, communication mastery. My goodness, if your, your thoughts are clear, you will communicate better. And that is like actual money, you know, that we're talking about when you're able to close that sale, you know, or um, to move something forward for your business, you know, that you, that you want to have happen. You know, you're at your personal best, you're operating at your highest potential. I'm like obsessed with that. Yeah. I know that we have definitely talked about honing your focus uh, on this show before focus is a huge thing when it comes to productivity. Um, oh, yeah. We've briefly talked on meditating before, I think once, maybe, well, more like twice uh, that I can remember. Again, that's probably worth revisiting. Um, again, there's no like one right answer here for this section of the spoke or the whole uh, or this section of the wheel. But actually, as you were just saying that the outcomes are probably a better place for people to look to when they look at the wheel and say, which of these outcomes am I missing? And I then see, it. you know, which spoke corresponds. That's an, that's maybe a better way to pinpoint uh, a focus place to work on. 
You know, I love that, Eric. That would be a great idea because, you know, maybe, you know, back in the day, if I had looked at this wheel I created and said, gosh, you know what? I have absolutely no calm. I have no peace. Then I would, you know, be drawn immediately to those two spokes, which is to relax and to meditate. And those ironically have been the hardest things for me to do. Mm. Those two things. I mean, I'm a high energy person like yourself and it's, it was extremely hard for me to relax. I thought, you know, I don't deserve to relax. I have too much on my plate. Um, what would be the point of doing absolutely nothing? How would that help me today? I used to have all of these beliefs and uh, I was just such a workaholic and Um, As far as meditate, I had a very, and still do to this day, have a hard time sitting still. And so there's a customization available to everyone. I give a lot of ideas in the book and also, you know, the executives give ideas as well in the same chapter right alongside me. But just for example, in that meditate spoke, I meditate, I lay in bed because I don't like sitting up with my eyes closed, you know, cross-legged, it just seems very uncomfortable And I lay in bed before I go to bed every night. And then the first thing in the morning, I just lay there for 10 minutes and just listen to myself breathe. And that's my customization. And my meditation friends thinks there is no way I could possibly be meditating Mm -hmm. while doing that. And I beg to differ. You know, that's my customization. I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I would call, you know, I would call foul on them because... (laughs) <laughs> the little that I know about meditation is that it has a lot to do with focusing on your breathing. And if you're listening you to go. yourself breathe, there you go. Point taken. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, mo- moving into the the spirit section of the wheel, again, let's do a quick summary here of what these sure. spokes, you know, uh, combined uh, lead to. Yes. And again, nobody needs to take notes. You can just go to my website um, just to see this yourself. The first one is develop intuition. The second, savor spirit lifting hobbies. Many of your listeners and myself back then forgot all the hobbies that make us happy. Prioritize personal growth. Connect to a higher power. Craft self-expression. And last but not least, create intimacy. And that can be in all its forms. Friends, loved ones kids, you know, that sort of thing. Relationships, mm-hmm. basically. Yes. So those are all the spirit ones. The ones I believe are the things that make life worth living, the things that allow us to express ourselves, our own uniqueness, our own place in the world, that more ephemeral, you know, kind of uh, beautiful, personal, very personal um expression of who we really are as people. Yeah. When people think of the word spirit, they start to think of probably specifically spoke 16 alone connecting to a higher power and mm-hmm. they either do or don't do that or whatever, you know, whatever their customization is in right. that spoke, but it's uh, the fact that there's five other spokes is something that some people just maybe not realizing. Right. I sort of thought the spirit section would be kind of, you know, these more, um, I thought that I put it third, you know, body, mind, and spirit, because I thought in, you know, my healing journey, it was the things that I was doing toward the end when I you know was just doing the finishing touches on my healing. I didn't think it would be, um, 
as important as it ended up being. That's why these folks are equal weight to even having a great diet or sleeping well. I mean, I didn't realize tapping into my intuition would be so darn useful. I mean, back then I was just for your listeners to just get a picture. And I bet some of them can relate to this. Some of us are so busy. We are chop, 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 moving, 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 step, step, step through life, through our offices. I used to just walk into my office and go right to my assistants and give them the orders for the day and go in my office and close the door. And I think many of us are are not tapping into our intuition, for instance, noticing the signs, noticing a moment of beauty, noticing that, you know, wow, did, did my assistant just look sad? you know, maybe something's going on with them that I should like ask about so I can be a little more human. You know, I just feel like I was missing so many signs. I feel like back then um, when I was at my worst, I was sort of a black and white person in the sense of um, just kind of factual, moving through facts, you know, in my day, not noticing the multicolored nuances that were uh, placed in front of me. And now that I feel more in touch with that specific aspect of the spirit side of the well-being, I feel like my business is really so much better um, because I pick up on cues. I'm not just chop, 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 marching through a business meeting. I'm asking, you know, what do you mean by that? Well, that's an interesting comment. What do you know in more of a conversational, much more present way? I feel much more open open-hearted it's almost a futile attempt to dissect these three larger segments of the wheel um from each other obviously Mm -hmm. we're all we all we are all body mind and spirit and so you know it's it's a little bit ridiculous to say you know ooh, the mist we we understand now the mystery of it's it's kind of gets at like what i was asking with the question earlier about where does emotion lie in all of this well part of it is it lies in the mind but also i look at spoke 14 and it says savor spirit lifting hobbies well lifting my spirit is definitely an emotional thing to me but it's also much more than that so it ties Mm -hmm. into that component wise so what's your spirit lift do you have a spirit lifting hobby? oh gosh let's see here um i mean (laughs) that's a good question uh let's see here well you know it's probably it's something geeky probably like uh it's movies and it's and it's you know superhero stuff with my kids probably I think Fabulous. that's I think that I think the geeking out on that because I always used to love it myself and now I get to yes. with with the kids is is great. That's amazing. So what's really interesting about that that really jives with a lot of senior executives that I interviewed for the book and just beyond the book is that the key if you're if your listeners are listening and they go, "Oh, you know, they kind of have a sinking feeling when they when they hear that question, like what is my spirit lifting hobby?" The first place to go, which you did just absolutely naturally, is what did I love as a kid? Mm -hmm. And usually the answer lies there. I was interviewing someone and they said, oh, gosh, you know, I used to love to dance. And I said, why don't you do it anymore? And they said, uh, time. And I said, well, would you do me a favor? And they said, sure. You know, we're having this interview and they were suffering from an autoimmune disease as well. And I said, you know, maybe there's some hints here. You know, let's, let's regroup. I said, um, in the next couple of days, would you mind signing up for a dance class? So they did. They called me back three days later. They had done a hip hop class. Like they just dropped in 
like so unlike this person. I mean, they haven't danced in 20 years. And they said they could not believe how they felt after that class. Um, you know, maybe when they were younger, they were doing jazz or whatever, but this hip hop class they said was a ball. She said she hasn't been that happy in weeks. It was so fascinating. And I think that all of these, um, all of these folks do something for us. And I, just for lack of, I, you're right, everything kind of bleeds into other things. There's so much overlap for sure. But I just wanted for people like me who are trying to get their arms around a very um, slippery concept, I think a visual is super useful. And, you know, certainly the hobbies are worth mentioning because they instantly infuse us with some kind of vitamin, basically. It's like an emotional vitamin, you know? And when you're playing with, you know, the superhero stuff with your kids, it's probably like so fun. I can hear it in your voice. It sounds like it's just (laughs) so fun. Yeah. I mean, and and what's great is, you know, it's kind of not nerdy to do it anymore because all the superhero movies are so popular. So it's like, (laughs) hey, it's it's completely acceptable to be that way now. So very cool. And and, and it's really, again, back to, you know, the customization for you. Like, it doesn't matter if it's nerdy, if it lifts you. It doesn't matter. You know, it's all about us owning, you know, our unique selves and celebrating that. Um you know, whatever it is, banjo playing, whatever. And, um, you know, so many, this is also from a business perspective, these hobbies can be really um, opening for your business. So when I started doing more hobbies and and mentioning, you know, clients would say, what'd you do this weekend? And I'd say, I'm taking Kung Fu with my daughters. I just got my orange belt. They were like, really? And I used to think that's unbusinesslike to mention something like that, like we're off topic. Because keep, keep in mind, it used to be that like a black and white chop, 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 you know, accelerated person. And what I learned when I started these conversation is um, these hobbies humanize us. When we're talking to someone, it greatly increased my ability to connect with people to, you know, they would ask me a lot of, I was kind of like, wow, we're kind of wasting time in this meeting. They're asking me so many questions about it. But I realized that likability factor goes up. Like, I kind of like you more than I know yeah. that you like superheroes now. I didn't know that about you <laughs> before. So, you know, it's kind of interesting what these things do for us because they make us a, you know, and that's why this wheel is in a circle. It's a 360 degree improvement of who you are. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly right. 360 degrees, a wheel, a wheel that spins. And if we continue to spin, you know, we're going to hone in on every single spoke at some point to the to the to the degree that we need to in order to not have a bumpy ride. Right. Oh, yeah. And and for, you know, all for sure, I was broken down on the side of the road. I mean, my you know, back when I had the two autoimmune diseases, I had chronic um, rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, really serious where I could barely walk and my hands were frozen. I couldn't hold a pen. I had to memorize things clients said to me. And I also then had chronic kidney disease and then I had kidney cancer. So believe me, I was broken down on the side of the road. You know, most people who, uh, start a well-being project, they may pick three or four things to focus on. And say, so, you know what? I'm going to work on my intuition. I'm going to meditate a little bit. I'm going to eat better. You know, whatever they they choose for themselves that they're drawn to, whatever they think might 
might help them, um, you know, go that next level. But like, as you were saying, just from your one simple hydrate customization, how much better you feel like this is what's so fun about this work. And especially since well-being is an ongoing project, I mean, I think most of us know that. You know, this is not something where you just do it for a day and then like hope your well-being gets better, you know, and neutralize, you know, one day isn't going to neutralize, a, you know, 10 years of bad habits. It's got to be an ongoing kind of thing. But the more we feel better and the more we understand that our success is hugely tied to it, the better we'll be. And, um, you know, like with me, with the hydration, energy it would be, you know, and, and aliveness would be, uh-huh. you know, the pieces of the, the, the outcomes that come directly from that. And, you know, for somebody else, it's going to be some other spoke and some other thing they try there, but it's going to spill over into the rest of, it's like filling the tire with air. It fills the whole tire, not just that exactly. one section. So it's going to, sp- in other words, working on one spoke is going to spill over into the others and you're going to get, you know, compounding, um, you know, benefit. Exactly. And none of us are perfect. None of us have it mastered, you know, to perfection. You know, I just really was inspired by the executives I included in the book because they've helped me up level, you know, wow, I'm going to try that idea. And what I'm doing um, with my marketing team is creating communities around this concept. I'm super excited to hear what people are doing in these areas. And anybody can email me at Megan at MeganMcNeely.com to my private email. I'd love to hear what people are doing. Like, this is exciting to me that people are impacted because I was suffering so much. I, you know, said to myself, if I ever heal, if I'm ever, you know, because I was told by the doctors I'd be bedridden. You know, I, I, I do not have any of those diseases anymore. And I was, I said to myself, if I ever heal, I will devote the rest of my life to serving. And so I'm excited to hear like anybody who's using this work. I was so excited that you like the book and that, um, that you have your own customizations kind of locking into place here, because, um, these are all the different, you know, multi-layered aspects. And like I said, I'm not perfect. Like I don't have a significant other right now. So my intimacy spoke is not intentionally, but it's just not where I think it's not pumped up in like the air is not in it, like where I think it needs to be. But instead I'm pouring love into your listeners, into this conversation, into my two daughters who are amazing to all my friends until, you know, the right man shows up. Right. So we're not all, you know, uh, firing on full cylinders all the time. We're just all, I like to say, we're all doing the best we can. No. Yeah. Well, one, I'm really glad that you are healed. And two, uh, I'm really glad you have this book out. And then three, uh, again, you gave this site earlier, but let's, let's give it again. So people don't have to, you know, they're, they're walking around or they're on their phone. They'll remember, but uh, let's share it again one more time. It's MeganMcNeely.com. It's M E G A N spelled the simple way. (laughs) McNeely M C N e-a-l-y com, and you can also write me an email just if you I, I, I respond to all the emails personally my assistants don't do it i'm just like really into this so megan at com. i'd love to hear from anybody who's doing this kind of work and is i'd love to hear if you have a cool customization like 
Eric's hydrate. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, I want to hear those too. So oh, okay, I'll pass them on to you I'll, if anybody writes. Yeah, I'll and I and I will uh, you know ask for if anybody comes up with one to to shoot it out you know on social media or something too. So why not? Yeah. Like we're all here to help each other, and there's no um, no stopping our highest potential. Yeah. Great. Megan, awesome talking with you. And uh, thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much. It was such a privilege. Well, that's another podcast episode crossed off your podcast listening to-do list. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Megan McNeely. I know that I did. And I wasn't kidding. This book is definitely a place for me to come back to content subject matter-wise for this podcast moving forward because so many of the spokes on the wheel are specific topics in productivity. So... This is a great book to pick up for your productivity and get ahead of all those conversations that I will be having with other people about those different spokes on the wheel. If you enjoyed this conversation, I'd love for you to do me the favor of sharing this episode with somebody that you know needs to hear it. Would you do me that favor? Go ahead and hit the share button in whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this episode. Think of that one person you want to share it with and share it with them, and hopefully it'll benefit them even more than it benefited you. Thank you so much for sharing this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next episode.